0: 8 Common Stereotypic Behaviors in Horses and What They Mean Equine stereotypic behaviors are repetitive behaviors involving a constant sequence of movements that have no obvious or apparent function. Examples of common stereotypies include cribbing, wind-sucking, weaving, stall-walking, and head-shaking. Sometimes referred to as stall vices, these behaviours are estimated to affect 10 to 20% of domesticated horses. These abnormal behaviours may emerge as a response to stress, confinement, isolation, or other sources of discomfort for your horse. While the exact cause of stereotypies is not well understood... They appear to be coping mechanisms or expressions of frustration. Correctly diagnosing abnormal equine behavior and understanding what it means is an important skill for every horse owner. In the past, it was not uncommon to dismiss behavioral abnormalities due to lack of understanding. Only recently has stereotypic behavior received significant attention from the scientific community. Once you have identified a stereotypic behavior in your horse, you can take steps to address the root cause of the behavior. Improving your horse's overall welfare through care, feeding, and management practices is the best way to prevent stereotypies from occurring. What is stereotypic behavior? Stereotypic behaviors in horses are defined as Stylized, repetitive, apparently functionless motor responses or sequences. It is hypothesized that these behaviors are designed to reduce stress in the animal. There is not a clearly defined categorization of stereotypes. For example, identification criteria are subject and it can be difficult to distinguish a behavior that is functional versus functionless. Behaviors described by some researchers and behaviorists as stereotypic are classified differently by others. However, these behaviors are generally divided into two categories. Locomotor stereotypies, involving movement, or oral stereotypies, involving the mouth. Sometimes there is a clear cause of the behavior related to the horse's environment or routine the behavior may appear on a regular or predictable schedule. Other times, the behavior may appear sporadically or unprovoked. Some horses may display these behaviors intermittently, while others persist in the activity for long periods of time and devote considerable efforts towards it. Horses that exhibit these behaviors may be otherwise healthy and able to be ridden. On the other hand, some horses with stereotypes are unrideable, have anxious temperaments, or other health problems. They may also develop related issues, such as poor appetite, weight loss, or poor performance as a result of increased energy expenditure or disruption to normal feeding and foraging. These behaviors can be a minor nuisance to horse owners but they can also lead to long-term physiological problems depending on the severity and the behavior exhibited. Stereotypies may be referred to as unsoundness by horse owners conducting pre-purchase exams, thus reducing the value of the horse. This article aims to help you identify common stereotypic behaviors in horses and learn about the concerns associated with these behaviors. Functionless versus conditioned behaviors. Stereotypic behaviors lack function, meaning that there is no beneficial consequence to the horse. These behaviors are purposeless. It is often difficult to ascertain whether a repetitive behavior is stereotypic because some unique and abnormal behaviors do have a purpose. For example, Pawing and kicking may be repetitive, but operantly conditioned and not stereotypic. A horse may paw or kick at feeding time if it can see its food to receive more immediate attention from the caregiver. The horse is fed after performing this behavior, which results in positive reinforcement. In this case, pawing and kicking are not a stereotypical behavior, as they have been learned and reinforced by feeding. Displacement Behaviors versus Stereotypic Behaviors Another important distinction is between displacement behaviors and stereotypes. Displacement behaviors are behavioral patterns characterized by an inappropriate or irrelevant reaction to a given situation. Self-grooming in an inappropriate situation is an example of a displacement behavior. These behaviors are often immediate responses to stressful situations. If an abnormal behavior appears during a stressful or unique situation, it is most likely a displacement behavior. In contrast, stereotypies develop over longer periods of time. Displacement activities may appear in unusual contexts, but typically subside as the stressful environmental conditions or stimuli resolve the context of the behavior is important inappropriate self-grooming is considered a displacement behavior in stressful situations but would be classified as stereotypic behavior self-mutilation if it occurred on a repetitive perpetual rhythmic basis in a stalled horse VICES VERSUS stereotypes. Historically, stereotypes were referred to as stall or stable vices. The use of the phrase vice is now viewed as incorrect because it suggests that something is morally wrong with the horse performing these behaviors. This is an anthropomorphic concept involving the attribution of human traits, emotions, and intentions onto horses. Using the word vice implies that the horse is choosing to act in this manner and wouldn't exhibit these behaviors if it had more willpower. Stereotypic behavior is usually an automated coping response for a horse in a non-species-appropriate environment. The expression of these behaviors is out of the horse's control. Risk factors for stereotypies. Stereotypic behavior is believed to develop in response to a frustrating environment. Feeding practices, stable conditions, weaning methods, and other management factors have been studied for their role in contributing to these behaviors. Between 10 to 40% of stabled horses experience stereotypic behaviors. In comparison... These behaviors are rarely observed in wild or free-ranging horses. Stereotypies are also reported to be more common in racehorses. There may also be genetic or neurological factors that contribute to the performance of stereotypic behavior. Housing horses together with horses that are displaying stereotypies can result in a copying or mimicry of the stereotype. For this reason, Many horse owners avoid housing stereotypic and non-stereotypic horses together. This may lead to isolation of the stereotypic horses, potentially exacerbating the behavior. Common Stereotypies It is not uncommon to see conflicting information regarding what is classified as a stereotype. Some colloquial names for stereotypic behaviors include chewing, lip-licking, licking licking environment, wood-chewing, crib-biting, wind-sucking, stall-walking, weaving, pawing, tail-swishing, door-kicking, front-foot, door-kicking, back-foot, rubbing, self-biting, Head tossing, head circling, head shaking, head nodding, head extending, and kicking stall. We will divide these behaviors into eight broad categories below. Number one, cribbing slash windsucking. Number two, weaving. Number three, box stall walking pacing. Number four, wood chewing. Number five, pawing. Number six, self-mutilation, including stall kicking. Number seven, stereotypic licking and other oral behaviors. Number eight, stereotypic head movements. Individual stereotypes present their own inherent risks for the animal, which will be addressed. Some behaviors are commonly displayed in conjunction with others, and it is not uncommon to see a horse with more than one stereotypic behavior. Number one, cribbing slash wind sucking. Crib biting or cribbing is an oral stereotypic behavior. A horse grips onto a fixed object, usually around the chest level, with its incisor teeth. The horse will lean back onto its hindquarters, contract the muscles on its neck, and bring its head into an arched position. Air is drawn into the cranial esophagus, producing a grunting sound. Cribbing occurs on a variety of solid surfaces. A horse may even crib on barbed wire or electric fencing if no other surfaces are available. Wind sucking, which is less common than cribbing, displays the same characteristics without holding on to a fixed object. Crib biters may become windsuckers if there are no available surfaces for them to crib on, or if the grasping behaviour is punished. Both cribbing and windsucking involve a quick intake of breath, often accompanied by a grunting noise. This behaviour is sometimes referred to as aerophagia, but little to no air is actually swallowed. Concerns Horses that crib will often have clear erosion on the incisor teeth and pronounced hypertrophy, increase in muscle growth, of the neck muscles. Cribbing has also been linked to weight loss and poor body condition. This may be connected to the amount of energy required to repeatedly crib bite and to reduced time spent foraging, eating, and grazing. Cribbing is associated with gastric inflammation and ulceration in young horses. There is also a correlation between cribbing and temporohyoid osteoarthritis, THO. THO is a progression disease of the temporohyoid joint. Characterized by excess bone growth and decreased range of motion. Another concern for horse owners is environmental damage caused by cribbing behavior. Fences, buckets, and ledges may become damaged if the horse grips them with his teeth. Number two, weaving. Weaving is a locomotive stereotypic behavior that involves lateral movement of the neck and head from side to side. It is a repetitive motion in which the horse alternates its weight between forelegs. Weaving typically occurs with the horse's head over the stable door, but can be observed in other locations. The horse may average 30 to 90 repetitions of weaving behavior per minute, and may weave for up to three hours a day. Concerns Weaving can lead to orthopedic problems, such as strained ligaments, loss of body condition, and poor performance. Horses that weave will have more wear on their feet. For horses that are shod, the shoe will be worn down and need to be replaced sooner. Weaving can lead to weight loss and lethargy due to energy depletion during the process. This behavior is also likely to cause uneven muscular development within the horse's neck. Number three, stall walking or pacing. A horse who stall walks or box walks will repeatedly walk around the stall in a circle. The size of the stall does not affect the behavior. Horses that are given a larger area will often circle in one corner. Restraining a horse that stall walks or preventing the circular walking pattern will likely result in the expression of weaving behavior. Some horses will circle for hours a day at a rate of several repetitions per minute, depending on the stall size. Stereotypic stall walking patterns are unique from horse to horse. Some horses will circle over and over in one direction, while others will form specific and consistent patterns within the stall. Pacing refers to stereotypic movement along a barrier, usually at a walk or trot. Horses that pace may also move in a figure eight pattern between parts of the enclosure. These turns will occur at a specific and consistent location. Horses that pace in a straight line will often turn when they reach a barrier and change direction. The consistent pacing may result in a trench along the fence or near the gate. Most horses will periodically circle in their stall or pace down a fence or at a gate, especially when it's time for feeding. Pacing and circling are only considered stereotypic behaviors if they become excessive and replace other activities such as eating, foraging, and resting. Concerns. Horses that circle or pace constantly may begin to lose body condition and lose weight as their walking expends more energy than they consume. This stereotypy may become excessive to the point that the horse expresses this behavior to the exclusion of normal activities, including eating and drinking. Depending on the pattern size of the circling, there is sometimes continuous and uneven flexion on the spine. Studies have indicated that this repetitive motion predisposes a horse to rhabdomyolysis, a potentially life-threatening syndrome that is a result of the breakdown of skeletal muscle fibers. Number 4. Wood Chewing Similar to cribbing, Wood-chewing horses will grasp a horizontal surface like a fence board with their teeth. Unlike cribbing, the horse will actually ingest the wood. Wood Wood-chewing may be stereotypic or it may reflect a need to satisfy nutritional requirements or to express species-appropriate foraging behaviors. Once nutritional needs are met, wood-chewing may cease immediately. Wood is a normal component of a wild horse's diet. Wood provides extra fiber and nutrients, and may be used as self-medication, because some plants often contain medical properties. When evaluating wood-chewing behavior, the first step is to assess the dry matter and fiber content of the horse's diet. Is the horse going long periods of time between meals, or spending intermittent periods with an empty stomach? If proper roughage is provided and the horse does not have long periods between feedings, then the behavior is purposeless and genuinely stereotypic. In this case, the horse's motivation to chew may be reduced, but it may be difficult to eliminate. Concerns. Similar to cribbing, wood chewing can cause extreme wear on your horse's teeth. Digesting wood especially treated wood, can cause gastrointestinal issues. Additionally, the risk of splinters and the presence of nails also put the horse at risk of puncture and wounds in their mouth or esophagus. Wood-chewing stereotypic behavior is a common problem in stabled environments, and horses may chew up to one pound of unnatural or treated wood daily. It can be a costly problem as the horse may chew fence rails, door edges, and parts of the barn which eventually need replacing. Number five, pawing. Pawing is the act of dragging a foot across the ground or motioning in the air. This is a normal behavior that becomes a stereotypic behavior when it is excessive pawing must be observed and continued outside of feeding situations for it to be appropriately classified as a stereotypy pawing is considered a displacement activity that may have biologically originated from the activity of uncovering food in the snow horses will normally paw in a variety of situations such as when being restrained when eating grain in anticipation of food when not wanting to stand to reach other horses in response to pain when needing to escape in all of these situations the pawing behavior has a function and would not be considered stereotypic concerns compulsive pawing can result in the loosening or the removal of horseshoes and can damage the hooves additionally Pawing can cause injury to both the horse and rider, can hinder training, and can be a financial burden due to injury or farrier issues. Number six, self-mutilation, including stall kicking. There are three categories of self-mutilation. Type one, a normal behavioral response to intermittent or persistent physical discomfort, allergies, or pain. Type 2. Found in stallions, self-directed intermale aggression. Type 3. A repetitive, invariant, and often rhythmic behavior causing self-mutilation. Type 1 and 2 behaviors are often sudden, whereas Type 3 behaviors are generally subtle and take place on a predictable schedule or pattern. Type 3 behaviors include nipping at various parts of the body, stomping, and kicking. Stereotypic stall kicking involves the repetitive striking of the stall walls with the horse's hocks or hooves. This behavior is not directed at a specific target. In order for stall kicking to be classified as a stereotypic behavior, it needs to have no clear motivation or external reinforcement. Concerns Self-mutilation can cause injury to your horse, and in extreme cases, may be life-threatening. Stall kicking causes unwanted concussion on the horse's joints and bones. It can also cause damage to the walls and doors of the stalls, and could result in a hole forming. Number 7. Stereotypic licking and other oral behaviors Repetitive licking of non-food items is an oral stereotypic behavior. It sometimes involves the stable walls and floors or the sides of food buckets. Licking is a natural function of the horse and is purpose-directed if the goal is to seek out additional nutrients in the environment. However, licking is classified as stereotypic behavior when it is focused on a single location and is repetitive. Other oral stereotypic behaviours include sham-chewing or tooth-grinding. In these behaviours, the horse is repetitively performing tongue, mouth, or jaw movements without any food in its mouth. These behaviours are sometimes conducted in anticipation of feeding, in which case they are not stereotypic behaviours. Behaviours such as tongue-rolling and lip movements are also sometimes described as stereotypic, but these behaviors usually have a function and are unlikely to be true stereotypes. It is rare for these oral behaviors to be stereotypes as they are often identified as having a cause upon investigation. Concerns. Licking is believed to be a stepping stone to the stereotypic behavior of crib biting. Behaviors such as lip smacking, tongue playing and lolling are often ignored by owners outside of riding. However, during riding and within the show ring, these behaviors are not aesthetically pleasing and the horse may place its tongue over the bit causing problems. Number 8. Stereotypic Head Movements Abnormal head movements can have many causes. Careful evaluation is warranted to eliminate possible explanations of the movement. The majority of these head movements are not stereotypic behavior. It is more common that they are accidentally conditioned movements. Head nodding involves the vertical movement of the head and neck, typically above the stable door or other barriers. It involves repetitive, precise head movements as opposed to wild or aggressive movements. Head-shaking often implies that your horse is experiencing irritation in a specific spot. Horses may shake their head horizontally and may attempt to rub their ears. This is usually a pain response, such as a reaction to an ear mite infestation. Concerns. Horses that exhibit head-shaking usually cannot compete or be safely ridden unless the behavior resolves. These behaviours are usually a response to pain and irritation, or a behavioural problem. Because head-shaking is not usually stereotypic, the behaviour may be easier to resolve through training and addressing the source of any discomfort. Conclusion For a behaviour to be classified as a stereotypic behaviour, it needs to be functionless and repetitive. This is largely context-dependent and based on how the specific behavior is performed. It can be difficult to ascertain whether a behavior lacks a purpose. Some behaviors that are repetitive do have a function or result in some beneficial consequence to the horse. For example, a behavior that is repetitive prior to feeding time will become positively reinforced and would not be considered stereotypic. There are many different hypotheses for why horses exhibit stereotypic behavior. They may result from a lack of stimulation or a suboptimal environment that does not support a species appropriate lifestyle. Regardless of the cause, stereotypic behaviors are often sustained for long periods of time and can cause continuous strain on the animal. They may result in injury deterioration of the horse's physical condition, or damage to the environment. Equine stereotypic behaviors are worth investigating with the help of a professional.